I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Couple peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. He go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them. I got bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 157 of Psychotic and Iconic. Pals here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Nick, did you turn your volume off? My volume off? Yeah. What you mean? On your computer. Come on, I'll do me like that. Did you? That's how we're going to start it? I was just asking a question. Yeah. All right, just making sure. Got to check up on you. Come on, man. I'm sharp. We were all, all right. Last like, that was last season. Yeah. This is a new <laughs> season now, so don't do me like that, all right? I did that like three weeks ago. No, I didn't. Mm. Roll the tape. I will find it. I've been doing excellent in that regard. So anyway, let's get to it. You've been keeping up? I have been. Yeah, I'm professional. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, let's go right into the NFL because we finally got some some stuff to talk about. That's right. Stefan Diggs is reportedly frustrated with his role in the offense and wants to be involved with play calling. Uh, Do you think he should be involved with that? Uh, I don't know where he's coming from. Um, He's a wide receiver. He makes big plays, but did Randy Moss ever have a say? How about Jerry Rice? How about all the great wide receivers? Don't did, forget T.O. Did they ever have a say in the in the play call? Huh. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think so. So why does it, like what makes him feel special? What has he done? What has he done? Has he won a Super Bowl? Has he carried the Bills to the Super Bowl? No. Yeah, I I know he's I know his his position is is predicated on the quarterback's performance, but he's got Josh Allen. Josh Allen made him better. So what is he complaining about? I don't understand. I, I, do you think he just wants out of Buffalo? That's kind of what I'm getting. Uh, so I, I think he just wants out of Buffalo, period. And I think it's just his, this is his way of trying to get out of it. I agree. Um, I don't really understand it, to be honest. I mean, why do you want to be involved in play calling? I've never heard of a wide receiver being involved in play calling. No, me either. And I, I've worked with wide receivers with Eagles, and they've never that never came across as a thought. <laughs> I but like my thing is 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 just like you said, and I was gonna say that too. I feel like he wants out of Buffalo, and now he's just finding ways to uh, because he signed an extension last year. He's nitpicking, but now he's nitpicking to try and just I don't know whether it's stir shit up or get the, stir shit up to get them to trade him. But think about it, like. We, we again we talk about this all the time like we forget they're humans like when i'm unhappy at my about my job the smallest little things will fucking irritate me because i just don't want to be there but so like the, the smallest <laughs> little things the smallest things will irritate me because of that reason phil i don't want to be here <laughs> I yeah <laughs> i don't want to be here so yeah like you're unhappy so they're like the small little things will piss you off and i think that's kind of where he's reaching that is the background's going to be a cubicle on the thumb yes. yeah it should be <laughs> i like to see motherfuckers in, in a cubicle though on the real i really would it, it would be fantastic the thought, I, I, the yeah process and sitting in a cubicle for eight hours or something yeah you'll be cooking I had, of, <laughs> I had a lot of conversations with god in that cubicle i had a lot of conversations with, with myself and <laughs> in, in, in in that cubicle. Absolutely. You anybody does. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, but not for nothing. I don't think he should any be anywhere near a game plan. I, I just don't understand that. Like if Josh Allen Josh Allen should be involved in it, yeah. 
Josh Allen is the whole offense. He's the quarterback. He's the one calling the plays. He's the one actually producing the play like imagine like, being like fourth and third on the seven yard line and they're like yo Diggs, what do you think we should run here <laughs> yo Diggs, what do you think we should do <laughs> i mean like, what is that so do you think that this will get better or do you think it'll get worse as we get in the training camp because- I, I think it's only going to get worse because it because when somebody is unhappy about their job they are going to continue to be unhappy unless something gets resolved and this won't be resolved because i don't think the bills are going to give him the reins or even the slightest of ounce of play calling ability. Do I just don't say the it. only thing that can resolve it is to win a Super Bowl because he's, he's upset that they got bounced last year. All right, you got to get over that. You got to get over it. You got you, you lost the game. Move the fuck uh, on. Well, it's no, over. I'm, not, dude. I'm just saying. I'm just like, saying. It, it's really just over. Are you a competitor? Yeah, I'm a competitor. So but you like, just get over losses. You have to. And sometimes it takes you time. have to. Sometimes it takes Tom well, Brady did. Tom Brady lost in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. And next year he came back maybe, and won the Super Bowl. Maybe he don't That's believe a, in his head coach and his quarterback. That it, could be the truth, too. It, that could be. But I don't think it's I don't think it has anything to do with the quarterback. I just don't. I just think maybe he just he's just unhappy think, there. The last time you saw. I don't think he's too, unhappy with he his was, quarterback, though. Well, I know you don't. I, you I just don't think that. But I'm just saying the last time we saw them, he was freaking out on the sideline. OK, well, if he has a problem with his quarterback, then Stefan Diggs is a fake motherfucker. Because he just posted a, a, a photo with Josh Allen the other day. What he said, I don't, I don't. It, it, it was, it, it was, it was them. It was those two in the photo, and it was like a song in the background. And then Josh Allen reposted it with the, the you know, the fingers twisted, like. Oh, so they're, they're so they're in really bad shape. No, when you do it like that, and you're trying to portray to the public bro, that everything is cool. You're in, you're in bad shape. Well, then I call you fake because then why would you post that? Because if you're going to oh, post that, you're just that, trying to make the ma- you're trying to smooth everything out and let the masses know, like, yo, we're good over here. And then behind the scenes, off the camera, it's like, damn, trouble in Paris. That's fake. That's fake. fake. I, I don't want that in my locker room. Hey, I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care. Locker. I don't care what you produce on the field. If you are going to act like that, I don't want you. I don't. My whole thing is, I don't know where this came from. I don't. Diggs was never like that. If it, if it came from last year's <laughs> playoff game, he's got to get over it. He's got to get over. There's only one team that, that that survives in the end every year. Only one team gets to celebrate. It, it's hard to win the Super Bowl. That's why I'd be trying to tell you motherfuckers up here that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Because when you win seven of them, of them things, that's hard. That's, not even that's a seven. hard thing to do. It's not seven of them. It's the 10 that he's been to. Been to. Yeah. <laughs> Diggs has never been to the Super Bowl. But now he's upset over a, 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 a playoff loss. And I get it. Like, I get it. You're a competitor, but bro, it's been like literally seven months. You got to turn the page because your team needs you. You need to focus on 2023. Right. It's a different roster. Yeah. Different no, coaches. I totally agree. It's a I different just, vibe. I don't know where this. I don't know where this came from. And I just there's something going on. We're with Buffalo, and it's fitting into why I said I just feel like Buffalo's the team this year that takes a step back. That nobody's no. Everybody still thinks that they're going to be as good as they were last year. And I don't see it. I, I I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm kind of leaning towards them having a down year too because there's too much too much drama. There's too the loudest in the off season normally don't don't go. That's why I'm also scared about the Ravens. Like he's frustrated about his role in the offense. Someone who's frustrated. I, I just don't I I don't understand <laughs> that. I just don't understand that. Like what what's he frustrated about? What do you have last year? Fifteen hundred yards. And twelve, bro. It's not even that. He had 154 targets. What the fuck do you want? Yeah. What do you want? Ten targets a game. That's. And you're frustrated with your role in the offense. What are you frustrated about? This is what I'm talking about. When people hate their jobs, they nitpick at small things. 
when it doesn't make sense. But, it, it just it irritates them even more because they don't want to be there. But what happened since that divisional round loss and now that makes him hate his job all of a sudden? Because he didn't hate it when he signed his extension. Maybe he hated his role in the playoff game. Well, not for nothing. Bro. He got locked up. If you're a number one guy and you're most people call him a top three wide receiver right now, you got to get open. I agree with you. You got to get open, or unless jo unless your quarterback was just missing you, he could that could have been the case. So I, I honestly don't know, and that maybe that was the case because that's why maybe that's why he was screaming at Josh Allen on the sideline. I don't know, but something transpired between January and now that is now making Diggs be like that because he's normally not like that, and that's well, one of the reasons I used to like him. Not well, that I used to like him, but that was I like Diggs. Well, let's go. Let's go to the stats in that game. They lost 27-10 to. The Bengals mm -hmm. in Buffalo, Who's and they not? got they got smoked. They were in Buffalo. They were in Buffalo, and, and it was fucking. They scored. 10 it was points? snowing. So, oh, so that should be an advantage, Bills. Should be. Damn. And Diggs' stat line that game that, that we're referring horrible. to that is horrible. Four catches for thirty-five yards. How many? How many targets? I don't know the targets. Um, four catches for thirty-five yards. Four catches for, Imagine, for thirty-five. Yeah. Your last show, and you have four catches for thirty-five yards, and you want input on the game plan. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's his sign of saying, hey, you should have gotten me involved a little bit more. But that's not something to go to the media with. If you're close with your homeboy like that, you can go to Josh and be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I don't disagree. And I said that in that episode when me and you talked about that. I said you never show up your friend like that. And what I say, Nick, even if I thought me and you were arguing, I mm -hmm. would never do you like that in a public setting. I would defend you in a public setting. And then when we were behind closed doors, I would tell you like, bro, damn, you really shouldn't have done that. I've done that. Yeah. He had 10 targets that game. Okay. Not good. 10, 10, 10 targets, you're involved. No, no, I'm saying 10 targets is good. I'm saying four catches on 10 targets. Not oh, good. yeah, it's terrible. But that also could be due to game plan for the opposition. I mean, that, that's weather, that. Yeah. that but I, I, I'm sorry, but you're frustrated by your role in the offense and play calling. Okay, well, you've never been you've never been a play caller. Why would I give you the reins of even play calling in general? Second off, you're frustrated in your role in the offense when you had 154 targets. I mean, if you go in the league... Ha, ha, he has to be top five. What? Uh, in the league and targets. Oh, absolutely, dude. Right. He has to be top five. So what? What is he frustrated about? If he wasn't getting targeted, if he was getting, if he was in a one twenty range, then I could see his point. But he's getting one hundred and fifty targets. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Quarterbacks throws just say four hundred times a year, bro. You're getting at least thirty three percent of the targets. Target share. What else do you want? You're having your time to shine. You're having your time to make your money. So what is it? He's fourth. Fourth in the NFL in targets. Justin Jefferson led the league with 184. Does he want 30 more targets? Is that is, that's what what does he want? Yeah. Like what are you looking for? He wants to win. So these reports are just kind of just like yeah, there's probably a lot of truth to them. But how far? How far? I don't know. How, we will see in about a month when training camps open and we're getting ready to get into the preseason, we will hear more about this. But, but From who? Or is it going to be swept under the rug? Nah, reports, because it needs to save face. That's not getting swept under the rug. That's not getting swept under the rug. But uh, let's move on. Another wide receiver. DeAndre Hobgets uh, visited the Titans and the Patriots. Patriots reportedly feel good about the possibility of signing with, uh, about Hopkins signing with New England. Um, a report came out, though, from Tom Curran saying that some people at Patriots place are, are still wary about how, how Hopkins will fit into the uh, Patriots culture. How do you interpret that word culture <laughs> in that report? 
I want you to go first. I'm curious to see what you're going to say more than more than me. I don't understand it because the culture right yeah. now is losers. <laughs> and my thing is, is if that's what you're talking about, DeAndre Hopkins has been losing a lot in his career. He's been putting up great numbers. Don't do that. But he's been losing. That's not true. The Patriots have been a fucking story franchise the last two decades. Oh, really? What, yeah. did, what was our record last year? I don't care. No, no, I'm just asking. I, I forget. I'm talking about the last two decades. I'm not talking about right now. Oh, so you're talking about the last two decades? Yeah. Was when, last year in the in the last decade? When you say losers, you're referring to the Patriots organization. I said, and I don't believe that is true. We need to run that back real fast because I said the last few years. Okay. See what I'm saying? Listening skills. All right. Whatever. So last year, what was their record? Well, did they make the playoffs a couple years ago? Two years ago. No, three years ago. No. They two. missed it the last two years. Oh, two. no. I'm sorry. Mac, Mac, Mac is a... Uh, Mac Mids was No, there. they missed it with Cam. No, nah, Mac Mids was there. Mac, Mac Mac was in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. They did. Sorry. They got they got <laughs> smoked. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. So, no. I just think... Yeah. I think the culture right now is that they're losers. Okay. And Fair. I don't understand that because you know how you stop having a losing culture? You bring in big names like D-Hop that can propel your team. And my thing is with the Patriots culture... Does D-Hop ever cause a sideshow outside of the whole the whole PED use a few years ago? No. Last year, I'm sorry, it was a PED use. D-Hop doesn't cause anything like that. He played in Houston all those years with those bum-ass quarterbacks and did nothing but put up stats. Mm -hmm. Goes to Arizona, puts up stats. They go to one playoff game there. He has Kyler Murray. Okay. Why would you not try to pick up DeAndre Hopkins from Mac Jones? Why would you not do that? Because right now they're the worst team in their in their division, and their offense is not even in the top ten of the AFC. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, if we're gonna go by culture, the, the the word culture, this word and how it's portrayed with Hopkins is disgusting. It's disgusting because if we're talking about culture here, the Patriots signed Randy Moss. They even traded for Josh Gordon, or right. <laughs> so, what are you talking about here? What, what, how, what are you trying to paint DeAndre Hopkins as? A piece of shit? That's what you're telling me. This report is telling me you don't think he is professional enough to follow the Patriots' motto. That's what you're telling me based on culture. But I'm going to call bullshit. You you you've acquired Antonio Browns of the world in the past. Yeah, you had Brady there. He's gone. I get it. But you've acquired these trouble players. So what culture are you talking about? <laughs> That's what strikes me. That whole report struck me as the Patriots culture of the last two decades was Tom Brady. Correct. There was no magic culture there. It was a, an, an amazing leader, a once in a lifetime player. So are you saying to me that the Patriots culture? Is revamped or revitalized when pay, when when Brady left? It changed to dr drastically. Like I think it's still the same they thing. They went from a one to dog shit. Well, I, some ass. I think it's still <laughs> the same thing. I think it's a no days off kind of thing. Now, does DeAndre Hopkins take take days off in yep. practice? That that you know that could probably rub Belichick the wrong way. Possibly, he's an older receiver. He deserves a day. No, he doesn't. That's not what they believe in. Did Julian Edelman have often practices when he got older? No, he didn't. We don't know they, that. No, I, I do know that. I, I would follow it. They only they only wouldn't practice when they were hurt. They would always practice. Brady never really got a, a, a rest day when he was in New England. Never. 
because they believe in the practice and in, in, in Patriots. Maybe that's the culture that they're thinking of. I don't know. But to me, it's disgusting how they're paying DeAndre Hopkins in this report as he's trying to support his family. He's trying to get, to get a job. And you're going to say he, he, they're, they're concerned about culture? Come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? This is this is disgusting. It doesn't like I said. It's nasty. They're treating DeAndre. Well, I don't understand what is going on with like it looks like the NFL thinks D Hop's washed up, and I don't think that at all. Go look at his numbers from last year and where he finished, and he missed six games. He's thirty-one, but he's not washed up. I know, but oh, I know. Okay, but that's sorry. the flag. Yeah. When you're in your thirties as a wide receiver, you start to, you know, like. You start to chip away at your greatness a little bit. And people, people do see that. Well, maybe he needs a rest day at practice and he'll keep himself fresh. But that's not what they believe in. I so that's that. that's that's where I'm like, okay, then I can see what they're talking about. But with no context behind it, it's disgusting. It's nasty. Yeah. Because now you're making him look like he like he doesn't belong in a locker room and professional at, you know, atmosphere. <laughs> not for nothing. The Patriots are different from a lot of organizations, but how much? I don't know. That's just the aura that was built around them with Tom Brady. That's the Belichick, yeah. Yeah. The I Belichick or of, you Belichick know. Belichick got a lot to prove. I still stand on what the fuck I say. We're talking about practice, Papa Broads. Yes, we are. We are talking about practice. We're that does practice. that matters in the NFL. It just does. Chemistry, camaraderie, knowing know where that. you're going to be at, and, and I have to know where you're going to be at. You want to know why? The work. You want to know why I don't believe in that practice shit? Why? Because the Patriots, do they play Mac Jones and all their starters in the preseason? Nope. No, but they play in practice. Why not play in the preseason? Preseason is getting you ready for the games. It's called the preseason. Because because the preseason is it makes you vulnerable from taking shots. And practice from doesn't? other no, it doesn't. Because they when when you're playing um seven on seven or eleven on eleven in practice, when the defensive guy gets closer to the quarterback, they immediately blow the whistle. Like they don't they they don't allow any contact on the quarterback. So when Teddy it's, it's protected, it's, it's a bubble. The quarterbacks are in a bubble, pretty much. When Teddy Bridgewater ripped his knee apart, was uh, when was that? Was that in a preseason or regular season? Oh shit, it was minicamp. Okay, that's just a free act, a freak accident. That, I, that's the, what I'm for saying. Those yeah, but I I understand that though. I I get it. Like not playing in the preseason versus practicing is two different things, because your quarterback's exposed at, in, in in a game rather than practice. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And the quarterback's your engine. If you if you, if your quarterback know, goes I down, know. you're you're in, you're more or less in trouble, or yeah, you got to trade for somebody. No, look, I agree. I'm just saying. Like I I mean, we've been talking about this before. I still think preseason matters. I they do guys too. Need to go in there and get reps. But I know exactly what you're saying. I know I know what you're saying. I'm just like, my thing is is that if the Patriots were worried about their culture or whatever it was because of him, you know, maybe saying like he doesn't want to practice on Thursday, they're dumber than I thought. I mean that's that's a really lame excuse to to not pick up a player like DeAndre Hopkins, I, culture or not. I get it, but you gotta fit you gotta <laughs> fit the job description though. The well, description is Jones, we got we got practice fucking Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you can't fill that obligation, then you're not a patriot. <laughs> I don't know what the you are. That's amazing. Say. So like, you won't be seven and nine. That's cool. Well, it's like you're it's like you saying, hey, I'm only gonna take off. I'm only gonna go to work on Thursdays. You know what I mean? Because like, fuck that. I don't. I don't really need to go into the office. I'm. I'm him. No. I'm him and fee. I'll walk yeah. into the office with a him and t-shirt on and act like I'm. I'm him because I really am. Like I'm showing everybody. I got a goatee. I'm fucking ready. I am. The, I am the best worker in the in the fucking joint. So you're gonna only gonna work there on Thursdays, right? Because that's what you want. Mm -hmm. But your job needs you every single day, and you're yeah. saying, "Well, I don't need to do that. I'm. I'm him. I could do everything in one day." 
That's what I'm talking about, Nick. But when I go to work, I'm <laughs> saying, them, I'm saying, when I, it's a lot different from what I, what we're doing than what they're doing. The physical. I get their body it. And stuff. I get it. But the the logic is still the same. I guess it, it is. I guess at the end of the day, it's right. I just I don't know. I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're people. saying. Patriots don't have a fucking wide receiver to save their lives right now, right? So you're like, all right, well, you should take anything at this point to help your team. But they're saying our culture matters more than that one player. I can't get mad at that. I can. When if, you've been asked the last few years. The only thing I'm disappointing is what are you talking about in terms of the culture? Here's the thing. That's the only thing I have a problem Even with. Even if they get D-Hop, you could still make the argument that they're the worst team in the division. Yeah, they've gotten better. But even with D-Hop, they're the worst team in that division. On paper? I mean, yeah, that's all we have to go off right now. But they are. And that's the truth. No matter which way you slice it. But D-Hop would increase your chances of being better. Like, with that point, you put D-Hop on there. They may have an opportunity to be the first division that all four teams make the playoffs. You think the Patriots are going to be last in this division? Absolutely. It's not even a question. I don't know. I, I, oh, I, here we go. I, I, I got to be, be honest, yo. Okay. They're one of those. They got hard-ass schedule, though. Hold on. You might be right. <laughs> they got a hard schedule, bro. Yeah, I do this, bro. No, they really got a tough schedule. Do you think I just say shit to say, to say it? No, but I... I, I I like the roof for New England. I do. I like the roof for the Patriots. They got a soft spot for me. I could tell. So, yeah, we're rocking the – well, it's Brady. That's my guy. But they play the Eagles. They play the Dolphins, the Jets, the Cowboys, the Saints, the Raiders, the Bills, Dolphins, Commanders, Colts, Giants, Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, and Jets. They got a fucking schedule. Right now, off the top they of my head. They got a schedule. I, I don't see them winning five, six head, games. They have five games. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'll beat the Raiders. They'll beat the Commanders. Maybe. You don't know. They'll beat the Giants, maybe. They'll, they're going to they're, they're gonna beat the Jets one game, though. They're going to get one on Rodgers. We'll see. I they doubt will. it. We'll see. I doubt it. Um, so then Dalvin Cook chimes in and says it will be F epic if him and D-Hop join the same team. What do you think would be so epic about it? Uh, nothing. <laughs> it's just because what, what, how, how can it be epic? Where are you're going to go by if, if DeAndre Hopkins goes new in, to New England and Dalvin Cook follows him, um, okay, they have Vermont J. Stevenson. You think Dalvin Cook's going to start over Stevenson? I don't think so. Stevenson pr uh, provided, um, produced. Amazingly. Nor do I think is Bill Belichick going to pay a running back 10 to 15 million. Never. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. It won't happen. Bill Belichick is going to retire not paying a fucking running back over $12 million there's a year. No, there, it's just no, guaranteed. On the subject it's of that, guaranteed. You, to get off, a, get off track a little bit, do you think that big money for running backs is extinct? Yes. Yes, I do. I I think the the big money in terms of like the eighty million dollar, ninety million dollar. Oh yeah, that's gone. That's gone. I see these players getting three years, thirty nine million, thirteen million a year, fourteen million a year, depending on who you are. Fifteen max. I I, I don't I, I don't see them. I don't I don't see the rebound. I don't see a seven year, uh, one hundred and five million dollar contract from a running back. I Ever. just don't. And that's where. I feel like kind of devalues the position to a degree. It definitely did because now you're seeing teams like the Eagles who got Rashad Penny. They're paying him five hundred thousand dollars. They get rookie court. They get rookie running backs like um like they're not paying Algier anything. The Falcons. Mm -hmm. They go and get what's his face. Um, who's doing drafts? Uh, Bijan Robinson. Yeah. The Eagles trade for DeAndre Swift. 
they let Miles Sanders walk because you can just do that with running backs because teams aren't chopping at the bit. Ezekiel Elliott was probably the last running back to get a contract like that. Maybe I don't know what's going on with Saquon. Apparently, the Giants offered Saquon fourteen million, and he said no. Well, look at the last couple of contracts that were big money for running backs. Is look at Josh Zeke? Jacobs. Josh Jacobs just led the league in rushing, mm -hmm. and they franchised him because that's what it's going to be. And if he has another big year like that, what what's going to happen? Are they going to franchise him again? Well, no. What's going to happen is he's going to get a couple. He's going to get a three year deal, and he's going to get probably fifteen million a year. He's going to get top of the line market. Right, I don't. But that's but what, he's gonna, what, what is top of the line market? But there's no security though. There's no long term security. You're getting a three year deal. There's no five more. There's no five year deals anymore for these running backs. Running unless backs you get play. drafted in the first round, where you have a five year window to to prove yourself, then that's different. But other than that, when they get into their second contract, they're not getting a five year deal. They're getting two three years. That's what they're getting. So yes, it devalues the position. That's why I think teams don't really like to put their running back as the center point of their entire offense. Like, I think Tennessee has made a lot of mistakes with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is like, you know, Derrick Henry reminds me of, it reminds me of when Adrian Peterson literally ran Christian Ponder and the Vikings when he won the MVP to the playoffs. Yeah. That was the last time we saw that. I mean, but, Derrick Henry, he gets 30 touches a game. But those players are few and far between, exactly. and we don't yeah. see them often. That's why when you have a Derrick Henry and you have Adrian Peterson, you got to capitalize. Yeah, You got to get me a quarterback that can get me the distance. You can't get, fucking, you can't get me Tannehill. Or Christian Ponder. So I, I got Derrick Henry in, in the back. He's pretty much leading the Tennessee Titans you know, every game. If he leads them again this year with, the, with those amount of touches, I mean, it's just going to be unprecedented. The well, amount of carries he gets year after year and he's not breaking down, is nuts, but he's not going to get the respect because not many teams believe in that formula of having a running back center oh, yeah. of their yeah, offense. No, they don't, and that's where I have a problem with you know that that's why the position is devalued because if you're running back centric and he goes down, well, fuck yeah, we can we can mix match you know the running back, but my running back in Derrick Henry is way way better than my fucking backup in Haskins. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. It's, it's night and day. Our and offense won't run this same. They have two different styles. So if you're running back centric, you're fucking screwed because now you don't have any valuable piece to back them up. What the Eagles did is the perfect example. You get cheap running backs, you build the rest of your team, and you get a good That's offensive it. line. But That's it exactly what it is. But it devalues the position. Now it's a pass-happy league. Teams yeah. want more pass catching backs. They want they, they want look the dual Look at Stevenson. Look at, look at, look at Eckler. Yeah. Doesn't really run through tackles all that they often. Were, He'll get you a thousand. Carry, he was splitting carries with Sony Michelle through the first and Joshua games. Kelly. Yeah, and now they and then they drafted Isaiah Spiller. So yeah, there is like the, and the he position. wanted a contract this offseason. Now that we're talking about that, he wanted a contract and they said no. Yeah, that's why the running backs of the old ages are going to keep their records because it, it's never going to be on the same that wavelength or the same yeah same style and this and the same volume won't be the same. As it was back then. Yeah. Different style of play. Like, I feel like back then it was just all ground and pound, play defense, hard nose, because you were able to smack the fuck out of people back then. You can't later. You can't anymore. do that no more. So your style of offense has to change. So that's why that's good. They, you know, they go with a more pass happy league. And obviously it's been working because I feel like the NFL is really a lot more exciting than it is. Uh, obviously. I mean, I do. I, I appreciate running the ball, though. 
That's, well, that's still a, a staple in the game. Well, you still need to do it. Buffalo sure. can't do it, and that's why Buffalo's not going. I agree. That is Buffalo right. is the purest example of you still need to be able to run the ball effectively. Right. So, but all right, that's enough of the NFL. Let's go on to the NBA because a big trade happened the other day um, involving KD again. How amazing is that? Bradley Beal gets traded to the Suns. Suns get Brad Beal, Jordan Goodwin, and Isaiah Todd. Wizards get Chris Paul, Landry Schmidt, multiple second rounders, and multiple pick swaps. Uh, give me your uh, thoughts on that. Wow. Um, I, I want to say, I want to give my grade for this. And I think my grade is fair. I'm going to give a B minus. To who? I'm going to give it to both teams. I, I, I Well, I'm going to give B minus to the Suns. But I'm also going to give a B plus to the Wizards. Here's why. Here's why. Give right. me out. I'm, I'm fucking listening. Well, you gave a fucking dirty ass look that I didn't appreciate. I had indigestion. And I felt like I, I had felt like I had indigestion. I felt attacked. Okay, yeah. that's that's what I felt. Right, I'll so wear a mask. So I'm going to tell you. I wear a mask so you can't see my facial expressions. My apologies. It's okay. Go it's ahead. all good. Anyway, what I was saying was, <laughs> I'm giving the B minus to the Suns, and I'm giving the B plus to the Wizards. Here's why: Bradley Beal, they got something for him. I, anytime you get rid of a player that you that you have no interest of keeping and you got something in return, I tip my fucking cap any day of the week because you could have just cut him and not have anything for him. So I give my I cut my cap for that. However, I do not think this move puts the Suns as the favorites in the West. Not even close. I I just don't think that. I think the Suns the reason why they got bounced last year was because of their defense. Had nothing to do with scoring the uh, the basketball. Devin Booker was putting up forty a fucking night, and they were still losing on eighty percent shooting. They were still losing because they didn't have any defense. So this doesn't to me. This doesn't address anything. Now, what I've heard was DeAndre Ayton was going to be involved in some trade talks, so they can get a couple pieces, bench pieces for him that would help their roster out. I don't hate it. I doubt that. I'll explain why. Because I don't hate it though. I don't hate the idea because you do need a bench. They had no depth. They had nothing. They 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 wipe clean off their first round picks for KD. They wipe clean off their second round picks for Beal. They had nothing to fall back on. So if this shit goes to shit, they have no future. You have three. So what happens? You have three injury prone players, and your center has no dog in them. And here's the thing: I don't think they trade Aiton because Frank Vogel likes to play big. Frank Vogel plays with traditional centers. Right. When the Lakers won the title in 2020 with Frank Vogel, they had JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. That's how he, dude, Frank Vogel got Roy Hibbert a max contract in 2014. Mm -hmm. Nobody, nobody even like, or 2012, who talks about Roy Hibbert? It's just the way Frank Vogel did it. 2020, nobody could score on the Lakers. Frank Vogel plays big. And my thing is, is again, you didn't address your depth. You didn't address your defense. Bradley Beal is good, but Bradley Beal is not a, not Bradley Beal is not a top 10 player. Mm -hmm. Bradley Beal's not a top 15 player. Totally agree. I don't know if Bradley Beal's a top 20 player, but I'm just saying. I don't think he's a top 20 player, to be honest. I would put, He was in the 20s, probably, but I don't think he's a top 20 player. He's missed 74 games over the last two seasons. Devin Booker gets injured. Kevin Durant gets injured, and he's 35. And you just lost Chris Paul, your leader. What is Kevin Durant famous for? I am not a leader. I don't want to lead. Can Devin Booker be a leader like that? I doubt it. Because when Devin Booker didn't have Chris Paul, he won 19 games. He won 25 games. Bradley Beal, has he ever been part of a winning franchise? Has he ever been part of a winning culture? No. He didn't do anything with John Wall. So, I look, 
the new owner came in. He tried. He acquired Kevin Durant. He tried to make another big splash for Bradley Beal. That's great. But unless those guys score 40 points a game, they're going to get blown off the floor. You know what? The new owner for the Suns, he's a fucking savage, yo. I got to tip my cap to him because he wants to win. I don't know if he's a great GM. I don't know. But it's clear as, as day that he wants to win. You acquire oh, no, Kevin Durant, you acquire you. Beal. Like you're making moves out here. You are, but the problem is, is that you can't you can't just start just trot four guys out there. I I get. Well, it. I mean, your 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 uh, point your starting point guard is going to be campaign. That's why that's why I think that the DeAndre Ayton trade is eventually going to have to happen because they have to they fill out apparently, the rest of the roster unless they get vet minimum deals. Well, they're going to have to get better. Maybe go out and go get Danny Green, but that doesn't even help you. That's a shooter. You need fucking defense. You need defense. Who can they get to help? Miles Turner? Honestly, they should call Dwight Howard. Maybe. Dwight Howard could help them in small doses. He 100% can. Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard's not Dwight Howard of 2009. No, no. But Dwight Howard can still play a little bit. They need defense. That's what I'm saying. Somebody can get in there and get you rebounds. That's what they need. Kevin Durant's not getting in the post and banging with those guys. Neither, neither is Devin Booker. Neither is, come on, bro. It's time to grow up. Neither is Bradley Beal, but I'm just saying that they need to get they need to get big men and they need to get depth. I I that's that's but my who concern. Who is the leader? Who's the best player on that team? Is it Devin Booker or is it Kevin Durant? All right. I think it's Kevin Durant still. I'm not there yet to put the book ahead of KD. But if you looked at the last postseason, man, it, it's it's hard to argue that side still. And I'm not even a KD player. I'm not a Devin Booker guy like that, but it looked like Devin Booker's team. It, I, it does. But I'm going to give KD the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because of his greatness, and I know how he can be. So, so I'm going to say it's going to be KD still. So Kevin Durant um, is now on – apparently they're saying that, he, that the Suns are now a super team. That's what so, he said? No, no, I'm saying like the media oh, is saying that yeah, they're a super yeah, team yeah. again. Yeah, so Kevin Durant was on the Thunder with Westbrook and Ibaka and mm -hmm. Harden. Then he goes to the Warriors. Yep. Then he goes to the Nets. Now he's on the Suns. So my thing is, is that what happened to KD's mindset? Phil, can you bring up that graphic? What Did you send it to him? Uh, yeah. All right. What happened to this mindset when LeBron went to Miami? This is the graphic? No. Nah. No, I have it. Oh, oh, I didn't hit. I didn't hit send. But my thing is, is where did that? What happened to that? This mindset. So let's put. Yeah, pull up the clip, Philly Phil. Wait, pull up the clip, y'all. What happened? We got to talk about this. This is a must talk about. And anybody that's watching right now, please chime in. Tell us what you think. What happened? How do you go from this? Now everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers. Let's go back to being competitive and going at these peoples. What happened to that? Because he's not he's not going at anyone. The only way he's going at everyone, but he needs an army with him. That's what I'm saying. Like, what happened? What what transpired? Like it was, was all it, duos. So what I'm thinking is, is Kevin Durant a victim to the media? Did he get scared as fuck and was like, yo, if I don't win a ring, I'm gonna get crucified or I'm gonna be forgotten completely? We talked about that. Is he a victim of the media though? No, he's a victim of he has he's to a victim be. of himself and impulsive decisions. But that season he never should have first of all, I don't think he should have left OKC to begin with because I thought Kevin Durant was great enough that him and Russell Westbrook could have won a title. They were the best team in the league that year. But you know why he did it. He did. Because you he know wanted why. to win a ring and it was the easiest way. But you know why he did it though. He was influenced. Oh yeah, because 
because LeBron made it okay for stars like that to switch yep. teams. Because if LeBron could do it, anybody could do but it. But the difference was is LeBron didn't join an already championship-made team that just won seven and then won 73 games. The scenarios were totally different. I Kevin Durant is too great of a player to go to a team like that. I get it. But the East back then, with outside of the Heat, they weren't really that – it wasn't that strong. I don't know. The Hawks won 66 games. It wasn't – come on. No, I know. I'm just joking. But I'm just saying – I'm just saying that – In the era where LeBron Heat teams in yes. that era, there was nobody fucking with them only the the Spurs. It was only them. It was only the Spurs and the Mavericks because they got beat by the Mavericks. You so. knew the Heat were going to make the finals. Well, I don't know. The it Celtics, didn't matter. The Celtics were all right. Yeah, but they were not. And, they no, were the not Celtics, to them. It was the Celtics and the Pacers. Those were the two teams that were. He went to the finals every fucking year. They were there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what. To, that's what LeBron I mean. LeBron went to eight of them straight and nine of ten. That's so what I mean. LeBron dominated 2010 to 2020. Right. So, so nobody was fucking with them, regardless. Right. That's why, it, to me, it. I know what you're saying. Like the different, the, the scenarios are different, but in reality, the the result is the same. Same premise. The same thing. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. But my whole thing is, is like I think KD felt the pressure. Of having to win a ring. Yes. And it was just like he just couldn't take it anymore. And Golden State was right there and he was a free agent. So he was but a victim to the media. Yeah. He just, but he, I he don't, fell. I still don't believe Kev, K, KD feels fulfilled. He doesn't feel fulfilled because he's never led a team by himself. I don't, I don't think he in his heart feels that he gets the respect that he deserves because of the way his ring was won. Would you feel that way though? Why does why does he feel that way? Because he knows how great he is. But bro, Kevin Durant, think about this. Nobody has how good. So is he disappointed in himself? No, I know Kevin Durant's great. You know Kevin Durant's great. We Kevin Durant is one of the ten best players I've ever seen. Right. You've ever seen. Yeah. But when you talk about the top ten of all time, nobody puts Kevin Durant in there. Kevin Durant should be in that argument. If he wins that title with OKC when they were up three to one it's on different. the Warriors. You're you're putting it's Kevin different. Durant in the top ten. It's different. Or if he wins one with Brooklyn, you're putting Kevin Durant in that top ten conversation. It's it's different. You are because look, it is. here's a perfect example. Steph won before him. Steph won with him. Steph won after him. What are people now saying? Steph Curry is a top ten player ever. I agree. Yeah, I believe Steph Curry is a top ten player ever too. I b believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, and I've been on record for years saying that that Steph Curry is better than Kevin Durant. But either way. That is what I think eats at Kevin Durant. I really do. And I know he deflects off of it and says no, but I do believe that that bothers him. And I'll never not believe it. So, but my thing is, is like, why though? It, it That means he's telling, that, that just tells me he's disappointing in how his career transpired. If he's not happy or satisfied. How, how can he not be well, satisfied? At the end of the day, I think there's a part, there's part satisfaction because he does have two finals MVPs and two rings. Yeah. But there's a part of him that knows he will never be looked at in the light of Steph or LeBron. You think he gives a shit? Yeah, I do. Because I, I think anyone that great has a huge ego, and I think deep down in their core it hurts because he knows how great he is. Dude, there are people probably don't even look at him in the same light as D-Wade. Allen Iverson gets more respect than him, and Allen Iverson never even won a championship. But Allen Iverson went there with his team of Tyrone Hill and Theo Ratliff and Dikembe Mutombo and Eric Snow and Aaron McKee. What about Matt Geiger? Matt Geiger and Matt Harpring, <laughs> he went there and beat the Lakers. The only postseason loss the Lakers had in 2000. Yeah, you're right. They were 16 and one. He was their only you're loss. Right. And but my point is, is that one. you get respect when he stepped over T. Lou. That's how you get respect in the league. And Kevin Durant never went through that.
He never went through those those steps. LeBron, he went through that. He couldn't do it in Cleveland. All right. He went to Dallas. How did he follow up after Dallas? That was the worst series ever. How did he follow up? He went to the next seven straight finals and eight of nine. That's how you do it. And Kevin Durant's just now, he's just, oh, I want out. He goes to the Suns. All right, get Brad Beal. Do this. Get Devin Booker. No, I think I mean, well, Devin Booker was there, but I think I think the the Brooklyn Nets era for KD really really put a damper in, Absolutely. in, his, in his career. I think that was a low spot. It's like almost like a Randy Moss going to the Raiders. Or the Titans. You forget about those years. The Titans. You just forget about those years. They they weren't significant. They weren't impactful to his to his body of work and who we actually. If KD is. stays on the Warriors, it probably has two or three more titles. Yeah, they. I. I yeah, and they then would. You really can't say anything about it. You, you no, there would be a lot of people saying, yeah, "Oh well, well, you know, he never did it by himself." Still, because that that win, theory or that that premise would still be accurate. But if you win four or five of them things and you got finals at four or five MVP finals MVPs with it. I mean, even so, either way. Somebody's going to have something to say regardless. Of course, because when you are great, you nitpick. When you're when you're ranking top 10 players or top five this, top five that, when you are ranking athletes amongst the best to ever play, what do you do? You have to nitpick. That is how you build your argument. But that's my you point. You nitpick from shit. But that's my point. Though. Like, before we even talk about this, that's what I was saying. Like, do you think he's disappointing in himself and his, in, in his career? Because if, if he's not satisfied how things went, and we're talking about a Hall of Fame player, and he has two rings and he has two finals MVPs. Like, what is he disappointed about? Is he disappointed in himself? Is he disappointed in I think he's, other outcomes? Like, what is he so upset about? That's what I don't understand. He's upset about his perception amongst peers around the league. Charles Barkley's and Shaq's and all that. Because he is it because you think that he believes deeply believes that. Throughout history, there wasn't many players that could fuck with him like that. I think he absolutely believes that. Like, go drop Kevin Durant on the 95 Rockets. I No, Come I on, get bro. it. It's Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant's great. I'm just saying, when you are when you are a player of his stature, you need, you need to be able to not do it with an already built championship team. That is how you get your respect. If Even if he would have gotten to the finals with Brooklyn and lost, he would have been more respected. Because he got there. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. But now it's like, okay, what team can I go to to make it to, to make it the easiest for me? That's well, not what it is. Well, he didn't have a say in, in the Beal thing. I think it was just he was probably saying, "Go get him." I'm sure it was just. Uh, it's just one of those coincidence things, though. It could be. Maybe. I mean, we'll never know. But poor Chris Paul, though. That man went to the fucking Wizards. Obviously, he's not going to stay there. Obviously, he's going somewhere else. Where do you think he's going? Lakers. Think so. But he would have to go there on, on the vet minimum. Yeah. Because they could be, I don't know how, well, I think how get, would that work? I think he'll get bought out from the Wizards. Okay, I can see I that. Think he'll buy out, can, yeah. I think he'll get bought out, and then he'll go play with LeBron and, you know, put him on there with Austin Reeves, LeBron, Rui, and AD. I think you got an all right team. What's the benefit of the buyout, though, for the, for the team that – so if I acquire a player and then I buy him out, like, what is the benefit of that for me? Is it, yeah, obviously he's off the book. You save a chunk of money because he's off the books, and now they got Landry Shamed, who's a decent player. They got pick swaps, and they got a bunch of second-round picks. Right. So now you got rid of the old player that you just had to, you had to take that money. You had to. You know what I mean? You had to take a step back to move forward. It just wasn't, yeah. They have to re, they had to rebuild that whole team. Yeah. And I don't hate it. Yep. All right, let's stay in the East. Uh, Sixers feel optimistic about re-signing Harden. Apparently now a report just came out that he's considering staying on a team-friendly deal. Um, do you think that – would you like him to return or do you think that they should go a different route? 
you know how I feel about this, man. I, I wanted the Sixers to explore uh, Damian Lillard. I wanted them to to figure something out. Uh, the problem is it's, it's just it's all about timing, right? Because right after the season ends, the finals, free agency starts to pick up, trade talks start to happen, so things start to pick up real quickly. So the Sixers made they made it to the divisional round, so obviously their window closes of how they can prepare for the next season. In my opinion, like I feel like a lot of things are rushed after the season, right? So, like, you have to make a decision, yes or no, ASAP. And at this point, it's like we're already committed to, to Harden. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really thrilled about it. I don't think getting Harden back is going to put. Uh, yeah, Yo, you got the air condition on. Yeah, it's hot as a motherfucker. Well, we're just fucking potting right now. We're going so crazy, Damn. you know. And I think it's the lights. The lights will get a little hot in here Whew. too. So, so maybe my fever's breaking. Well, no, the air is on though. <laughs> Seventy-one. That's, oh, that's, that's I'm just cooking in here. My yeah, yeah. You you are cooking. It's the goatee. Right. It's the Himothy shirt. It's on, all bro. that, bro. Fucking go. Well, look, man. You gave you, you gave me the avenue. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, Yo, come on. Bro. I just think you're great. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, but what I was saying was Harden. I, I don't. I'm not thrilled about it. What's there to be thrilled about, bro? Another second round exit because you know it's coming. Um, you know it's coming, bro. We got Nick Nurse, dude. Stop, Nick Nurse. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, Nick it Nurse doesn't. Is an X's and O's. Okay, guy. that's great. And Embiid had a fucking MVP season, and it didn't even matter. He hurt his knee. Oh my god, you know this that. is what Come we're on gonna now, talk. Bro. You know he hurt. He was hurt. I'm not blaming it on that, but I'm just saying they should have still beat the Celtics. But he was hurt. You can't even look at me with a straight face and say, "Was he not hurt? Was he not wearing a brace and then took it off for the last two games?" Did he look hurt? Like playing a little bit though? I thought he looked fine. He had no lift. No lift. This is what we're talking about. He had no lift. Yeah, bro. It's kind of, you kind of need lift when you're a, a you know a, a rim protector. What are we talking about here? Uh, he had no lift. This is what we're talking about. No he lift. Didn't. What? He didn't. Mike, just say it for what it is. This is what you're going to get from the Sixers moving forward. Cat. Barring injury from the Celtics players or or or, or the Bucks players, the Sixers are what they are going to be. The same fucking team as they were last the East year. Is, the East the could only, be weaker. The only way the Sixers propel themselves if this Maxi makes another big jump, which and which which is super possible. He will because did you see super the jump possible, that Siaka bro. made under Nick Nurse? Did you see the jump that Van Vliet made under Nick Nurse? I'm not saying it's not it's not it's not possible. Fred Van Vliet won a championship and got paid because yeah. of Nick Nurse. Yeah. Kyle Lowry won a championship under Nick Nurse. They fired Dwayne Casey who was the, the 2018 coach of the year. They fired him and replaced him with the assistant coach, Nick Nurse. And the very next year, Nick Nurse, they got Kawhi Leonard, and he took the same team, plus Kawhi Leonard, and went and won the title over the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Bring that in with James Harden, Joel Embiid. You'll have a hungry Embiid because of the way they went out. People are talking all that shit. Oh, trade him. But, you got to love people trying to trade the MVP. That but, makes a lot of sense. But you got to understand, too, when you say, oh, yeah, we'll bring in James Harden, like, that doesn't make me excited anymore. Does that make you excited? Like, seriously, anybody out there, are you really that excited about bringing back James Harden? Yes. The guy had fucking nine points in a closeout game on the road. I'm not nine saying that's points. Good. He shot three of 11. Bro, that's horrible. He had a bad that's, game. I'm with you. He had a bad game, but he had a... a, a Back-to-back -back bad games. 13 points tonight. What about the, the previous game night? that he had 40 that he won by himself? What about game three that he had 40 and won What by about himself? it? He kept him in the series. What about it? Yeah, he fell off at the end. But here we go. This is what I'm talking but about, what, But this is what I'm talking about, So how though. would you grade his series? How would you grade the series versus Boston? Consistent. How James Harden? Yeah. I, I, would, I would honestly give him a C+. Plus. C+. Plus. A guy who had... A C+. Plus. What you, 45 and that, 45. That don't mean shit to me. 
because he had 45 and the next thing he had 12. I know. Well, I, no. I, how do you explain that? I can't do that. I can't explain that I, part. I, but my point is, is that if you got rid of Harden, who are you getting? I, that's what I'm saying. And here's the thing, too. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know, but there was that riff they were saying about him and Doc. Doc wanted him to be a playmaker. James Harden criticized him. I don't know if that's true. We're about to find out in about five months or four months. But I'm just saying, Nick Nurse is, is X's and O's. You will see plays ran. Doc Rivers never did that. The offense always looks stale. The same with, uh, what's his face? Um, Coach Brown. What was his name? Brett Brown. What if this is the Sixers' peak? Maybe it is. Maybe what if it is? it is? And that's what I'm saying. It's like we're always putting the blame game on everybody else. Oh, well, James Harden wasn't really getting along with Doc. Like, everybody, so there's always somebody pointing the finger. Like, why is there always, at every failure, somebody's at fault? Joe Okay, Embiid, what if they just tried their fucking best and they just reached their peak and that's what it was? Joel Embiid is too good to never not make a conference finals. I just refuse to believe that. I can't tell. I can't fucking Current, tell. That's what I'm he saying. He's won the MVP. Yeah, and, and again, the MVP to me, it's a great award, and I'm not saying nobody should strive for it. But if that's, to me, what I saw in the playoffs, that was all he was playing for this, this year, dog. Oh, my God. Because when I'm looking at these stats and I'm looking at this game, I, I, don't, I, I don't see how else. Do you see a huge drop-off in the numbers from his regular season to the playoffs? To Embiid? Yeah, do you see a huge drop-off? Um, let's look at it. Yeah, let's look at it. Let's go. Let's go game by no. I I mean, be careful. Some, what you, be careful what games, you say here. Uh, well, think very carefully. What I will you say here. Well, I don't have to think very carefully because when I when I when I speak, I'm very confident what I say. Okay. So game two, 15 points. Game seven, 15 points. Okay. And a closeout game. What happened? In game Other one? than that, they were he was good. He, what happened he was in game strong. one? He didn't play. Uh, why? Because he was his name, right? He was what? It starts with an I. <laughs> He was injured. Well, okay, thank you. All right, go so ahead. he comes back game two. He has fifteen. Okay. He comes back game three. He has fifteen. Why? No, 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 because no, 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 no. Game, game two. He had fifteen. Yeah. Game, game three. What do you have? I don't know. I'm thirty. Yeah, third. Okay. Okay. So game four. So <laughs> time out. This is what I'm talking about. You got to hear me though. Like, think about it from my angle, Mike. Like, sit with me. Talk with me. Let's kick it. Let's talk about it. Let's this is, what, about the, it. this is what the fuck we're talking about here. Go ahead. You sit out game one, right? Mm -hmm. You don't play at all. Why? Injury. Got it. Cool. Game two, 15 points. Why? Injury. Got it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Game three, you got 30. Oh, Embiid's fucking great, man. Oh, yeah. It don't matter. He, the, the, you know, the Sixers could still win regardless of him being injured, blah, blah, blah. Game four happens. 34. See, I told you there's my MVP, man. I fucking told you MVP. Game five, 33. What about the injury? Anybody talking about the injury still? I didn't think so because by this time, the injury wasn't even talked about, mm -hmm. right? Game six happens, 26. No injury talked about here. But game seven, 15 points, they lose. Oh, no, no, I'm and not now here comes the injury excuses. And this is what I have a problem with. <laughs> I'm not And I, I just don't – I don't subscribe to that shit. I'm saying that he – he they all choked in game seven. Because you can't tell job. me – I'm not defending that. You sat out four days – so from game one to game three – when he had zero points in game one because he didn't play to game three, which was four days away. If you have a significant knee injury, if you have a significant knee injury, you ain't recovering in four days and putting up 30 points. It's just not happening. Oh, so you're saying, so do you think he was faking his knee injury? I'm not saying, I, I think it was probably precautionary measures. It no, could be. This, this is what I'm talking about, though. But he's how? Not, because nobody's bro. giving him the benefit of the doubt. If he doesn't play, he's a pussy and he's not fighting to the I didn't pain. say that. But if he plays, he needs to be at the all-star level. I didn't say he's that. He's in a lose-lose. I didn't bro. say that. I, but what I'm saying is, 
we're talking about the Sixers peak here, right? Yes. Yes. And my point is, Embiid did not play in the game seven like a fucking MVP. He did it. He played like shit. And That's my point. So what is our ceiling? We don't know it. We don't. I know our ceiling. Our ceiling is the second round because it, it's been proven from time and time and time and time again. And so getting James Harden does not excite me, Mike. And it shouldn't excite you. Last year, no, I'm sorry, two years ago, what happened to the Nuggets in the first round? They lost. Who was the MVP of the season? Joker. What happened this year? Okay, but was Jamal Murray out? He was. He's the MVP. Who? Joker was the MVP. But he also had Jamal Murray, who was also putting up 20, 20 Jamal plus. Jamal Murray got injured in January, brother. It before does, the fucking All-Star break. Still and, he, and he won the MVP. But it's still and then he matters. got bounced in five to the Warriors. Was Denver the number one seed? Were they a high seed? Yes, they were. No, I think they were the fifth seed. Because I remember the them seed? getting Yeah, they were the fifth, fourth or fifth. Because I remember my, part of my argument was, how are you winning an MVP as the fifth seed? So you can't you, you can't just expect. I can, though. He's, he was the back-to-back MVP and got bounced in five. And nobody was talking that way about Joker, the way they were talking about Embiid now. So the only reason that they're ripping Embiid now is because he was he wanted to win the MVP and then he he uh, he choked in Game Seven. Okay, so that means that next year Embiid can't go can't bring that elevate that team to the next level. And I know what you're saying. The last three years they've been out in the second round. I get it, but sometimes that happens. You get a breakthrough. Look at Matt Stafford. I I know it's going across the across the aisle there, but look at it. I don't. I don't disagree with you, bro. I don't disagree with you. But what you just said proves my point even more. The guy got bounced out in the first round a couple years ago. And what did he do? He bounced back. He didn't just fucking stay at the second round. He actually won a chip. Okay. He, so he went out and go got it. So can Embiid do that he, next year? He improved. I don't know. We don't know anything. But you didn't know that about Joker last year is my point. Mike, Mike. They have lost in the second round for like five years in a row. Our ceiling is the second round. If you if you're trying to argue that that's not our ceiling, I I I don't know how you're arguing that because the last fucking time I saw the Sixers play in the Eastern Conference Finals was 2001, and I was fucking eight years old. I was eight. I'm 31. I was eight. So yeah, there is a problem. That's that's our ceiling. That's what I'm saying. So getting James Harden back doesn't do a fucking thing for me because I saw the result. What's going to happen? It's going to be the same shit. We got a new coach. Okay. So what you're telling me, Doc Rivers is trash. Uh, Doc Rivers has the I, most. I, I, I don't think he's trash. He's had the most blown 3-1 leads in the playoffs. I get it. I understand. Two leads. He won nothing with the fucking Clippers. He won one championship with the Celtics. He got passed up for Frank Vogel by the Suns. Okay. So, so yeah, obviously the league doesn't think that much of Doc Rivers, bro. Well, we have if we had him for at least a couple years. And but, we had but, him for Embiid's prime. We have to think so highly but of my him. My point is, is that he didn't he didn't really elevate him. You need coaching, bro. You do. You need, coaches matter. The reason why Doc got hired was because we as a collective in the NBA community yes. has thought Doc Rivers is one of the top tier coaches in the league. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him, though, because he hasn't won anything since 2009. All he's done is blow 3-1 leads. But what I am saying is, so now we are putting the blame game on Doc Rivers, but we're not talking about the failures of the players. No, I just said it and be choked. I understand that, but that's the problem that I have, is that that's our ceiling. You want to know the other problem? That's our ceiling, Mike. But we've talked about this before. The other other part of this, and we're going to go to him right now, Tobias Harris is your fourth scoring option, and he's on a max contract. Yeah. The Sixers got really screwed up, and they got their hands tied when Elton Brand 
traded for Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and them and kept Tobias Harris on a max contract and you lost Jimmy Butler. You gave Ben Simmons a max contract after he failed to improve. That's what I'm talking about. This goes back to 2019 with Elton Brand. Don't disagree. I don't. That's what that is. This is where a lot of it stems from. But Tobias Harris's name Poor management. for the Call past three is. years has been coming up in trade talks. I know, but Sam, um, Sam Hinkie, um, what the fuck's his name? Daryl Morey. He acquired Daniel House Jr. He, he got P.J. Tucker. Just give it a year or two. I get it. The second round, it sucks, dude. I'm a Sixers fan. It sucks to get bounced in the, th- in the, in the second round three times. But that doesn't mean that MB coming off of his best season where he just won the MVP and he won three scoring titles in a row. And I'm just going to sit there and say, oh, trade him, sell high. Why the fuck? Why would you do that? Why? What I'm saying is, why would you kick the tires and the idea? Doesn't make any Why would you it trade It does make sense because what makes sense about it is if you have only reached the second round, well, then you have to take a step back and evaluate the situation. Okay, how can we improve our roster? Okay, we're going to get James Harding back. That's great, but can that is that going to elevate us past the second round? Should the Trailblazers trade Damian Lillard? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here? What? We were just talking about the Sixers. I know. I'm asking you about Tobias Harris. I'm, I know. We were talking about that. We were talking about, I said, about Joel Embiid, and you were saying they should kick the tires on Joel Embiid. Oh, so you moved on? My bad. No, no, no. You, I just, we just talked about that. What? Are you good? Are you fucking good? <laughs> I was talking about the Sixers and you brought up yeah. Dane Lillard. What yeah, the fuck I was, did that it was come my counter argument. You and I said, why would you trade oh. an MVP coming off of three scoring titles? And you said you have to kick the tires on it. And I said, okay, so if you're the Trailblazers, would you trade Damian Lillard? My bad. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. What am I missing out here? <laughs> I I misheard you. Okay, I'm, I Regular, apologize. You have selective hearing. I've been saying this for a long time too. It's either you accept my apology or you shut up. I accept it. I accept it. But would you trade Damian Lillard? If I'm the Portland Trailblazers? Yes, because this has been going on for the last couple of years now. And I would be fucking sick of it. But has he made the second round at all? Has he made the playoffs? Has he gotten out of the first round? No. So they should just get rid of Damian Lillard? No, because look at their roster. The Sixers are built. Yeah, kind of. The Sixers are built. Well, you you ain't built if James Harden's washed. What? Well, you got Maxie. You got Tobias, who's a max contract, but you have pieces where you can go again. They need to get rid of Tobias Harris. That's what I'm saying. But the Sixers have pieces to improve the roster more than the Blazers do, even though I like Anthony Simons and I like uh, Shadon Sharp. I know. Yeah, I think they they have a pretty good uh, future, but I just they're they're not an attractive destination. So in reality, they're never really going to be that team in the West. So I think if I'm Portland, I'm going to trade. Because I'm tired of talking about Dame Lillard and his I trade. feel bad for Dame Lillard. It's time to just move leave him, on, bro. Just leave him alone. Let him do what he wants to do. Stop saying, yo, he needs to ask out. If he wants to ask out, he'll ask out. He's 31 years old. And that's the problem that I have, too, because they keep fucking bringing it up. It's annoying. It's, it's like really, It really is annoying to hear it every single day. It's like, bro, he doesn't want to leave. He wants to. He likes Portland. Yeah, but he's getting annoying, too, because in, a, in an interview, he was talking about um, his the team that he would go to would be Miami. Okay, well, why why would you talk like that? Yeah. But yet you want to stay in Portland. Like, why would that even enter your mind? Ego. But that's my point. Yeah. So I would move on. Yeah. So yes, I if I'm the Sixers, what you're saying is I get it. Like what your what your counter argument is? Why would you acquire somebody who hadn't who hasn't had postseason success? Mm-hmm. Right. And that, I look at the body of work. I look at Dame Lillard. He's a fucking baller. I know, but I mean, if we're going by body of work, Jimmy Butler's better. 
It's no, it's not even a question. He could lead a team. If you're going, by, if you're going by body of work, Jimmy Butler is better than Damian Lillard. And that's another thing. We had Jimmy Butler and we've never made the, we didn't go, we didn't get past the I second know, round. That's, that's what I'm talking about. But so what, there is a, there is a, there's other problems going yeah. on besides poor just the coach. But that's purely poor I management. Totally Jimmy agree. Butler. Don't, don't disagree with that. That is purely poor management. Absolutely. That's purely poor management. I got it. Yeah. Where do you think uh, Tobias Harris should go if they trade him? What would you like to see him get? Oh, man. I like to see them go get. Uh, wow. I like Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald? Buddy Heald comes up in trade talks every year for teams. Why would you not try and get like Tobias Harris, Jaden Springer, and a second round there and get Buddy Heald? Why not? He's a sharpshooter. I want a, I want an annoying player. Like a, a, a nagging player. You don't want a good player? You want somebody that's annoying? I think so. <laughs> I think, no, because I, I'm uh, serious. Those players really do, do they work. They do. Pat Bev. The Pat Bevs of the we world. We should pick up Pat Bev. The Pat honest. Bevs of the world. The PJ Tuckers of the world. Bro, you don't think those players have an impact from the stat sheet? But when you watch the game, their impact is there. I want an annoying, I want an annoying player, and I want somebody that can grab the boards outside of Embiid. That's what I want. That's what I want. I just we need somebody that can score. We need a we need a legitimate scoring option. And Buddy Heald to me would fit perfect. And I feel like you could flip Tobias and I don't, a few other bullshit pieces. But I don't. Together. But I don't think flipping Tobias for another scorer is really the the end all be all for me because like I feel like that would limit Maxi's growth. And if I want to see Maxi progress, I want to see him move up in our offense. Well, you but you but you need a knockdown shooter. You still do. That. Yeah, and and that's why I think I I think Maxi can be that guy. Yeah, he, he's I mean, proven he it. He can create too. He can Max, create. Max, he's, he's good. good. I'm he's, not saying that. I love Max. I think he's fantastic. I think I think Nick Nurse is gonna is gonna make him a lot better. So that, that's why I want to see him get the opportunity. Yeah, and build around the roster for yeah. Tobias. We'll see. Um, John Morant, his him and his camp put out a statement saying they feel like the NBA and the media are out to get them. What are your thoughts on that? You want to go first, or you want uh, you want me to take this one? My my initial thought is he's a fucking moron and a crybaby. He's a crybaby. He's just he's just like the world today, uh, pointing pointing the blame at, at at everybody else for their flaws and 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 not accepting accountability. Look, man, you fucked up. <laughs> Call it what it is. Twice. Apologize and move on. Yeah, he fucked up twice, Philly Phil, and, and within a month or two. How do you do that? And why would you do that? And don't say we're out to get you. Nobody's out to get anybody. You're the one who did it. I didn't tell you to do that. So yeah, nobody's out to get you. You're doing you do it to yourself. That's my initial thought. My initial thoughts on that were, uh, you know, similar. It's, it's you're, the the NBA and the media are out to get you because of the choices you made. Yeah. Nobody yeah. nobody was driving in a car with you in Tennessee when your boy goes live on Instagram and you and you pick up a gun and flash to NBA young boy. <laughs> nobody made you do that. Nobody made you go spend 50000 in a strip club no, and pose on Instagram Live with a pistol. You know who made him do that, though? The culture. His alter ego. It's culture. It is, though. It is. But it's, that's it's, culture. It's a societal thing. It's, it's going to the club. It's fucking spending 50 racks, fucking uh, strippers shaking their ass on their Instagram video to make yourself look cool because you're in that culture. That's like their culture. That's like the cool thing. It's like, it's like in high school, right? When you go out to a party, you get invited to a party. You feel like you're the shit. 
because you got invited to that party. That's exactly what it is. It's like an ego thing. What you're talking about. Yeah. So Except it's on like a way different scale. Bro, it's it's insane. Like these these people are fucking dumb. They have all this money, but yet they're stupid as fuck. They can't talk. They they can't say proper sentences. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how to form anything. Like it, it's you're in, talking about Joe Biden. I'm or just, John Moran? I'm talking about I'm talking about John Moran. I'm talking about players in the NBA. I watch a couple of interviews. They can't say a fucking sentence without saying uh yeah uh 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 i mean these kids are teaching our youth when they're watching the television to speak like this and yet they're making fucking 15 million dollars a year my father is probably making just say you know just just say the you know the average father makes 100k a year right my father could speak better than him he's a better citizen than him he actually contributes to society because of his job he doesn't entertain people like you and you're getting paid millions of dollars and you can't even speak a fucking sentence and you do dumb shit like this if my if my father walked around with a gun and wasn't licensed he'd be in fucking jail yeah but this guy is is all good to go Privilege. he has to he, he gets to go to florida and 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 have training for a couple of hours. Can you do that? What the fuck is that, bro? What are we talking about? This is what we're teaching our. But this is what we're teaching our youth, and this is a problem. Uh huh. Like this is the problem. Like, okay, yeah, I could do the same thing as John Morant, and you know they're just going to tell me to go to therapy. No, they're going to send your ass to jail. I, I, I agree <laughs> with you, bro. I, that, it's just that's what society. That's is. the shit. That's I mean, bro, the, that's we don't, the e sick we don't shit even that. know what bathroom to use. That's where we are in society. We don't know. I don't know what ends up. And it's just, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, and there's no consequences. It's sickening. Because everything now is we need to accept you and all that type of shit. But no, John Morant's a dumbass. He's embarrassing. He's pathetic. He's immature. Um, he doesn't deserve the platform that he has. He doesn't deserve the fame and the money that he has, the recognition. Um, he shouldn't be trusted until he's given you a reason to trust him. I wouldn't be surprised if before his 25-game suspension is up from now until midway through December, when that 25 is up, if it doesn't happen again, yeah, something stupid, if it does, because uh, I just, I don't think a leopard like that changes the spots. I just don't do it. When you, it happens in a month or two in between, you got problems, dude. And again, I don't know what is stressing you out so bad because in those videos and you're flashing them guns, you don't look stressed out. You look like you're living, you're partying, you're having fun. So I don't know about that. Uh, back to Damian Lillard, Jimmy Butler's reported, um, is recruiting him to the heat. You think if he goes there, the Heat would be it. favorites? I love it. Favorites, probably no. And where do you think Dame lands next season? Excuse me. I actually think Dame is actually going to be in Miami. I think Miami was in the running for Beal. I think uh, ultimately they decided to to not go that route. I think because they actually feel strongly about Dame Lillard, the possibility of that happening. So I I I actually think Dame is going to play in Miami. I really do. I think Bam, I think Bam Adebayo could be on the move as well. My here's my thing: if they, if they get rid of Bam Adebayo, they're not the favorites in the East. If they could figure out a way to do Why? it, what if you what if you get rid of them and you and you just got better too? But who can guard? Who can guard Giannis? Who can guard Embiid? That's the problem. Who can right. guard Cla Nick Claxton on the? He he he's showing up. Who could guard Jared Allen? Yeah, but who can guard Jimmy Butler and Dame? I mean. That's tough. Bro. I know, I know, but you have no size at that point. You and have they no have, size. and they have three point shooters too. They got, you know. Well, no, no you're gonna, you're gonna have to get rid of them. It's Damian Lillard. I mean, what do you? That's that is my only. Maybe issue with, I, I don't yeah, know. I don't what know. What package can you possibly make up that is worthy of Damian? Lillard? I don't, I don't know how they swing that because I would feel that it would be Hero, Bam, Vincent, and again, you you go back to Rudy Gobert, four firsts. I would say, yeah, maybe. Three first, maybe uh, Duncan Robinson, Lowry, Hero. Anyway, taking Lowry. Teams would. You'd be surprised. 
I th- well, actually, I no. actually think he would. I, like I think he was of. He's a veteran going to a young team. I'm actually with you on that. Lowry right. would be involved because they have Simons and other yeah. players that can can look up to him. So I would say Lowry, Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Bam Adebayo, along with maybe two first round picks. But at that point, you just gutted your whole team. You're going to run the same problem. You have no depth. You have no, no centers. I didn't give up Gabe Vincent. Max Struess. Struess. But Nick, they're they're All right. they're five foot tall. They can get rid of heroes on a loss, in my opinion. They went they went to the finals without him. <coughs> it didn't matter. He's still a loss. But you're using no, he's a loss in the regular. But I'm talking about what, what they just did. Yeah. The, but was that luck? You don't know. You don't know. That and that's a legitimate question. I'm not like that is something you have to look at. Like, could that team play 82 games and recreate what they just but did? But as a GM of the team, you're not thinking it's luck, bro. You're thinking, like, yo, I'm the shit. I put this roster together. We, we'll, we'll be back. I know, but you 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 have to have a moment of, like, okay. Like, we got hot at the right time. Yeah, no, that definitely does happen. But like, I, I don't think it was... starting five, like, going in the next year, I wouldn't even think they would win 40 games. <laughs> I really wouldn't, dude. But they also play a, a playoff-style basketball, though. Like, they're they're, they're gritty. Yeah, no, I I, t- like, I totally agree. They're I just, tough to if to they beat. could find a way to get Dame and keep Bam, yeah, they're their favorites in the East. Man, I don't know how they could do that though. That's 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 the problem. Yeah. I I actually think Portland's gonna want it uh, a Bam. I think Dame is staying because they don't have a big man. I know, I so think, they will want they will want that. I think Dame is staying in Portland though. I don't think so. I think I think his time is up, dude. It's just this. It's getting old. Every fucking off season, we're talking about Dame Lillard being possibly traded, bro. Uh-huh. Just go. It's, I feel like we've been. Like it's that time, for the dude. Like I, I want to see Dame go to a, a good team because I actually like legitimately want to see him perform in the playoffs because I want to see him go far. Like I want to see him in the Eastern Conference Finals. I want to see him in the finals because I want to see him elevate his game. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing him in those kind of in those kind of. Uh, uh, you know, uh, spotlight. Speaking of, time is up. Last thing before we get out of here. Draymond declined his $27.5 million option to become an unrestricted free agent. You think the Warriors trio is getting ready to split? And where do you think he plays next year? Oh, wow. That's tough. Um, I don't think he's getting ready to... I don't think the Warriors are going to split. I, I, I initially did think that, but I think he actually opted out because I think he wants security. However, I think... <laughs> He's playing. I, I think the Warriors are in trouble in terms of him of getting him back because I think it's it's very intriguing for Draymond to want to go to the Lakers the to play to play with LeBron. He always speaks highly of LeBron. He always like bigs him up. He always talks about you know LeBron being the best player of all time. So if he has an opportunity to go play with LeBron, I think Draymond's going to kick that idea. I really do. So I think he he opted out because he, I think ultimately he knows that it's either I'm getting a long-term deal with the Warriors or I'm going to play with LeBron. Or you would play center and put AD back at the four, which is what AD wants to play because AD doesn't want to play center. I actually I, – I don't, I don't hate that. I think, though, my thing is with the trio – the trio, <laughs> yeah. I just – before if before Bob Myers left, I would have said no. But now that it's Dunleavy, I just feel like Dunleavy might want to change the culture a little bit because of what happened with him and Poole. And I don't think they're going to give I don't think they're going to trade Poole yet. So my thing is is I just feel like they're crazy to do it, but I just feel like Draymond Green's out cuz I don't think they're going to pay him 4 years, 30 million dollars a season. And they should because he's invaluable to that team. I agree, but then what about Clay? I don't know. Cuz he's got he's he's going to want to get paid. He Clay believes he's a max contract player. So I I think they're going to have a lot of issues. 
moving forward. I think the Clay contract is going to be the one that scares me more than Draymond. Yeah. Like, I think Clay leaves before Draymond does. We're going to find out. Actually. This season, we, we will find out one of the, one of them, I think, is going to get the. And I think Jordan Poole will be on his way out if Draymond does come back because I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, no. There's a reason why they were the worst pro team in, in all of basketball. Yeah. And I think that rift does, have, does play somewhat of a part because when you are traveling with somebody that you just scrapped with, somebody just socked you in the face, right, on yeah. practice, and you got to go on the plane with them. You got to hang with them on the road. Like, that's supposed to be your family. Uh, yep. You're I never going to forget that shit. So I feel like that does fuck with that. Like, it fucked with him a little bit towards, you know, the season in, in, in the season in terms of, you know, being on the road and shit like that. Yep. They were the worst road record team in the league. I know. And you look at that roster, they ain't no bums on, on the road. Like, they shouldn't be. They have Steph Curry, Clay, Draymond. You shouldn't be fucking that bad on the road. But they were because the chemistry was off. And that was due to that, in, in, my, in my belief. Yep. So, all right, guys, thank you for hanging out with us for 157. Nick, take it away. Yeah, 157 was fucking fire. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok, and we will see you guys next Tuesday at PNI, baby. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, the Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bet. I vision, y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping, it's Aruba. I realized I had to.